it comes to council selection, ego is the enemy. Hi, this is Kevin Quinley of Quinley Risk Associates, and welcome to the Claims Coach Podcast. After a bit of a hiatus, we are back with the podcast delivering tips, tools, and techniques to help great claim and risk professionals get even better at managing their time, their claims, their resources, and their careers. Let's talk about counsel selection, particularly on liability cases and commercial accounts. And my tip is to not get ego invested in your choice of counsel or let that issue become a test of wills. Now, typically, insurance policies give the insurance company the right to defend or settle any claim. Part and parcel of that right to defend is the right to select defense counsel who will represent the policyholder in a liability claim. Now, there are exceptions, but for the sake of simplicity and discussion here, let's put those to the side temporarily. Now, insurance companies commonly have a registry or panel of defense attorneys that have been vetted in some way, from which they choose in assigning new cases for policyholder defense. One criterion for selection for panel counsel is often hourly rate. It's a fact of life in the legal practice realm that insurance defense is at the low end of the scale in terms of hourly rates within firms. Attorneys and law firms who do insurance work are often under pressure to raise their rates by firm management. Hourly rate is not the only yardstick, though. Best practice insurers will select defense counsel or panel counsel based upon credentials, expertise, experience, subject matter depth, and personal injury and insurance defense. Now, unfortunately, especially amongst some insurance brokers and larger commercial accounts, the phrase panel counsel can become pejorative. Risk managers often associate panel counsel with low-cost, low-quality legal representation. There's a perverse psychology at work here. Some clients assume that a $400 an hour attorney has to be better, maybe twice as good as a $200 an hour attorney. When a commercial insured faces a lawsuit, especially one involving its product, its reputation, or its business practices, the account may often request, lobby, or insist on counsel of its choice instead of panel counsel. Absent any pending coverage questions or conflict of interest issues, insurance companies and claim professionals may often insist that control of the defense include installation of panel counsel, not the law firm preferred by the insured. In my nearly 40 years of insurance claim industry experience, this clash over choice of counsel was one of the most frequent flashpoints of friction with policyholders. It's very easy for claim professionals to get ego invested in his or her choice of counsel. After all, adjusters are professionals at selecting and evaluating counsel, right? The client likely has only intermittent exposure to doing this. Further, let's face it, some clients lobby for counsel because they want the $400 an hour attorney 
assuming correctly or incorrectly that they are better than the meat and potatoes ham and egg lawyers who've agreed to work at submarket rates for an insurance company in hopes of offsetting it with a steady volume of assignments. The situation is set up for controversy and conflict. Best practice is for adjusters not to get ego invested in choice of counsel and avoid, if possible, letting the situation degenerate into a test of wills. Ask the client or broker to make a business case for alternate counsel. Seek common ground and compromise. Often, if the insurer stubbornly insists on its choice of counsel and the claim later takes a wrong turn, let's say a plaintiff's award, an excess verdict, etc., the insurer is set up for a claim of having botched the defense by appointing an unqualified attorney, even if panel counsel's performance was competent and an adverse outcome had nothing to do with any panel counsel deficiencies. So don't do what I often did when managing claims, and that is become ego-invested in counsel selection. Elsewhere, at another podcast, we'll discuss some compromise alternatives to consider when this conflict between policyholder and claim professional arises. Hey, if you like the content here, please subscribe to the Claims Coach podcast on iTunes and leave a review. For more information on Quinley Risk Associates and my menu of services, please visit me on the web at www.claimscoach.com or connect with me on Twitter. I'm at ClaimsCoach or through LinkedIn. Thanks for listening and be sure to stay tuned for future claims and risk management resources from Quinley Risk Associates.